Hello everybody, welcome back to Dan Likes Games. My name's Dan, and I like games. And today I'm going to be taking a look at five really great board game apps, digital adaptations of board games that I really love. Uh, but before I do, let's have a look at some things I found this week. So first up is some news that I found, which is a little bit old now. But Mattel, who make things, you know, popular brands like... Um, Barbie, Hot Wheels, uh, you know, Fisher-Price, lots of different stuff like that, lots of toys. They also make some games like Uno. So Mattel has announced that they are making a Uno live-action movie. What does that mean? What is going to be... What is the movie going to be about? Who knows? It is just a live-action motion picture about Uno. Uh, it's going to be done alongside Lil Yachty and Quality Control, which is a, a movie company. And uh, Lil Yachty is a rapper. What they're doing, who knows whether it's a game based on Uno or a game about the actual game Uno. Uh, who can tell? People make crazy movies these days. So, uh, yeah, that's one that will be coming to cinemas sometime in the next uh, couple of years or few years. And uh, I'd be interested to see what happens with it. Um, will I go see it? Probably not. Uh, I do like Uno. Uh, in fact, my friend recently bought me uh, the digital version of Uno because I refused to buy it for myself. I do enjoy the game, but not that much to spend money on it. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with the Uno movie from Mattel. Uh, on top of that, they're also making a Uno TV program, which will be about the actual card game and tournaments and the history of the card game and that sort of stuff. That I could actually find kind of interesting. I like seeing the history behind games and people that design games and how they came up with them. And so that could be quite interesting to have a look at. Um, a game that caught my eye this week is a game called For the King and Me, designed by Steve Finn and published by Yellow. Now, Steve Finn designed a quite a popular game, also published by Yellow, uh, called Biblios. And Biblios is this great game where you're playing as... Um, uh, like Abbott's monks in a library and you're trying to collect and have the most prestigious library out there. And For the King and Me is actually a redo of Biblios. It is... Uh, so it's the same game, they've just redone the art, redone the theme, and changed up a few of the mechanics. And so it looks quite interesting. I quite like Biblios. It's quite a fun game. We've changed the theme to My Edgy Diary because... Some of the cards look like uh, a person's writing in their personal diary or writing a fan fiction. And so there's these five categories, and we've just renamed them. So this, instead of five categories, you have five different rulers, and you're trying to um, have the most influence over those rulers, I think, to try and get into the best position, because I believe there's a, like a... Yeah, here we go. Here's the blurb for it. The young monarch has no knack for governing. Take advantage of this by taking all of the most prestigious government duties. Share cards, choose the most high-profile jobs, and then experience an auction phase as belligerent... Belligerent? Belligerent? Belligerent as it is clever. Um, 
so yeah, it's it's Biblios with new changes. I'm interested to see what they do with it, uh, where it goes, and I'll definitely be keeping an eye on it. And um, yeah, and also they've increased the player count to five, which is quite cool because more and more often five is actually the number of players I'll have when I'm playing a game. Uh, four is kind of that classic family game style, but uh, less often I'm playing with my family, um, which kind of consists of three at the moment anyway. Uh, and more often I'm playing with a group of friends or my girlfriend's family and my sister, which will be five of us or, or whatever. So I do like it when a game is able to go up to five rather than just stay at four. Uh, but yeah, that's For the King and Me by Yellow and Steve Finn. And lastly, before I jump into the list of digital games, I wanted to talk about the Golden Geek Awards. So the Golden Geek Awards is uh, uh, annually award ceremony where games for each year are nominated and voted for to find the best game of the year um, in different categories. This is the 15th annual Geek uh, Golden Geek Award ceremony. So you go on, there's uh, a bunch of different categories. I'll go through them in a moment. And you go on and you it gives you the option of all the games that came out that year and you can vote for which games you think is the best in that category. You can do 10 nominations per category. Uh, I've voted every year. I've been a part of Board Game Geek, and it's quite a fun thing to see, you know, who the people think, uh, what, sorry, what the people think is the best games out there. Uh, I've talked about some Golden Geek nominees before, you know, Marquee, Black Sonata, uh, Wingspan, I think one. Uh, Golden Geek, Best Game of the Year. Everdell either won one or was nominated. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's quite a cool thing. It's because it's user-driven. Um, so the categories are, normally you just have Best Game of the Year, but this time they have split it into three. Uh, so they've got Light Game of the Year, Medium Game of the Year, and Heavy Game of the Year. And when you mean when I mean light, medium, heavy, I don't mean the actual weight of the physical weight of the game, but the complexity. A heavy game is a more complex game. So that's quite cool. It gives games chances to win that possibly wouldn't. Like if we jump back to Uno, if Uno came out this year, it would have no chance of winning against something like Viscount of the West Kingdom. Um, but if you've got the three different categories, it may win in the light category. So you've got light, medium, heavy game of the year, best two-player game, artwork, card game, cooperative game where you're working together, thematic game, war game, most innovative game, so some a game that does something a little different, best expansion, best print and play, um, best solo game, best zoomable game. That's a new category they've added for this year because 2020, obviously we had the lockdown a lot of people had to play games over Zoom. Uh, best podcast and best board game app and video game. So best podcast, obviously, is just the best board game podcast that you can do. You can if you want to vote for my podcast, but I don't recommend you do that. There are so many better podcasts than me, and even if everyone did uh, go and create a Board Game Geek account and vote for me, there's I wouldn't even get into the nominations. Um so yeah, but there are some brilliant podcasts, and I'll actually do an episode in the future about some of my favorite board game podcasts that I recommend listening to. 
and then best board game app slash video game is just listing yeah any apps that came out in uh that year um yeah it's pretty cool i like voting for it i don't have everything for each category because i don't play a lot of new games to be honest um but yeah i mean medium game of the year i voted for viscount of the west kingdom um and unmatched you know uh best two-player game unmatched again artwork unmatched viscounts uh stuff like that some there's some great games came out this year and it's often quite cool to see at the end of the year what people think was the best um because then it just gives you an idea of what came out that year that's worth having a look at uh so yeah those are all that i wanted to talk about before jumping into my main topic and um yeah, so the main topic of what I wanted to talk about today is just five great board game maps. That's probably just what I'm going to name this episode, five great board game maps. They're not my favorite board game maps, they're just five ones that I wanted to talk about. I'm just going to take a drink. Okay, so in no particular order, these are just five that I picked. Uh, I'm going to start off with Blood Rage. So Blood Rage is a game I have on Steam. Uh, I've also got the physical board game. It's a Viking game where you play as these different Viking clans trying to get the most honor and glory so you can ascend to Valhalla when you die. Um, the digital edition is just the same thing, but really smoothly done. Um, the graphics look cool. The figures are all animated and, and move around. Uh, the stats are easy to see. It's it's easy to figure out what stage you're in, who's doing what, who's currently winning a battle, um, that sort of thing. And um, yeah, it's just really great. It keeps track of certain stats, like you can get upgrade cards where you upgrade your clan so your figures are worth two points or five points if they're with another figure. And that sometimes can be hard to remember when you're doing a battle, but this you know, it just has it all displayed on the screen, makes it easy for you. Blood Rage, that's great. Uh, brilliantly done. Not sure it's on the phone. I've just got it on Steam at the moment. Um, but yeah, good game, good app. Uh, lots of DLCs too and more to come to expand it and make it more interesting. Second, let's see, let's talk about uh, Seven Wonders Duel. So Seven Wonders Duel, I've got on my phone. I got it from the Google Play Store. I'm sure you can get it on Steam as well or on Apple. And what it is is it's a two-player version of the um, very popular game Seven Wonders. And the two-player version Seven Wonders Duel is, like I said, a very popular game. And the digital version is just so well done. Um, it's a very quick, very streamlined uh, game, very streamlined app. You can play it in 10, 15 minutes, even less sometimes, and you're, you you play it, and, and then you just want to play it again because it's so quick. I have played it so much. It's probably my most recently bought app and probably also my most played app. Um, I just I just love it. It's so great. It works really well. Um, yeah, I, it, it's got a great online play, it's got a great AI play, it's got a great pass and play as well, it's got two modes, because of the way the game works, 
there's no like hidden cards or anything so you can see everything so you can either play side by side or you can play head to head if you're across the table and it it will just flip the screen for you automatically so you just slide the phone across the table really really great game uh, highly recommend it to maybe buy and play with your partner or um yeah if you're living with a flatmate just play with your flatmate great game uh, seven wonders duel next up let's talk about heart of crown so heart of crown is a deck building game uh, where everyone starts with the same cards um, and you buy new cards to upgrade your deck throughout the game and this one has a unique take on it that you're not just buying victory points and putting them into your deck uh, but you're buying uh, I'm not sure what they're called I don't quite remember but like prestige points and you put them into your deck and then once you've got some enough money you can back a princess and then you have to get a certain amount of prestige points onto that princess in order to crown them and have the uh, coronation ceremony and if you get 20 prestige points before anyone else you've got one round which is called the coronation ceremony if you get to that round without anyone reaching 20 you win and your princess is enthroned uh, if someone gets to 20 within that then you're both during the coronation ceremony first person to get to 25 wins brilliant game works really well again it's fast and quick i've only played against ai but they take their turns really quickly the uh the user interface is a bit clunky it looks a bit ugly uh, not the game itself the cards and everything have great art but the user interface is a bit clunky and uh, just looks average but i'm able to look past that um, and just play the game because it's good fun so it's heart of crown second to last here i'll talk about elder sign uh, heart of crown sorry i've got on steam by the way i'm not sure if it's available on uh, android or apple uh, elder sign is a game set in the cthulhu mythos where you're going into a museum investigating weird things that have been happening there and in this game you're rolling dice kind of yahtzee style uh, trying to get certain symbols and complete certain objectives and so you roll the dice and if you manage to complete an objective good you put those dice there roll again to try and complete another one and you keep doing this until uh, you manage to complete a scenario and you're trying to collect a certain number of elder signs to defeat whatever the big bad is at the time i have played this is probably the only game that beats seven wonders in the amount of uh, hours played because i have played this heaps and heaps on the phone because uh it's technically a cooperative game four player cooperative game but if you're playing it on the phone you're playing it solo you just play all four players i guess you could pass it around to different people but it's great you're just constantly rolling um constantly making decisions and um, trying to figure out what the best thing is to do and yeah it's just a great fun game um really recommend it if you don't mind a kind of horror theme cthulhu theme so that's elder sign and that you can get on steam or on uh, app store either of the app stores and the last game i wanted to talk about is a game I have played hours and hours upon with my friends. I'm going to take back what I said about Elder Sign and Seven Wonders Duel. Those are the games I have played the most by myself. But the game I have very easily played the most of digitally is Ticket to Ride. Now, if you've 
bought any digital board games at all, you've probably heard of Ticket to Ride. It is probably one of the earliest digital board games and one of the most well-known and probably most sold. Um, don't know that for sure, but um, I guarantee it's up there. And uh, yeah, Ticket to Ride is just a great game. It's a very simple game to to begin with, Ticket to Ride is. But this just makes it even simpler. Uh, in Ticket to Ride, you're creating, completing tickets, and you uh, use, uh, you have a map, a board of America in the base game, and your tickets will be from, say, San Francisco to New York. Now, if you don't know America, like I don't, because we don't live in America, you, you know, it's not very intuitive where those things are uh, straight away. And if you've got multiple tickets, you're trying to constantly look at your tickets to see where they are, whether you're connected. The app just, you know, does all that for you. It highlights the two cities that you've got to connect. It automatically ticks off your cities that you have connected. Um, yeah, it's just very, very well done. Very great game. One of the best implemented uh, digital games out there brilliant game i have played like i said hours and hours of this with my friends had had have had a blast playing it and will continue to play it with them um yeah i couldn't recommend it more ticket to ride brilliant game um and yeah that's it for this episode what have i been up to well uh not a lot like i said last week i've been sick so um, I've just been working and then resting at home, and uh, I've been playing a lot of Valheim, actually, which is a great Skyrim meets uh, Minecraft. I'll probably talk um, about that in a future episode, because it's a really great game and a really addictive game. Um, I am loving it to pieces. I, it's a really great game, lots of fun. Um, I'll possibly get Luke on to talk with me about it, because we've been playing it together and having a blast. We recently... Uh, just went to a new island and uh, explored it a bit and built a barn and and built a boat to carry stuff over so I'm excited to see where it goes from there um, other than that I'm hoping that actually by the time this episode releases I will have Dune Imperium in my hands to play because I am looking forward to that game and uh, yeah <laughs> uh, I've been looking forward to this game for a long time Hopefully I can get that uh, played soon. Um, other than that, I've got board game night coming up. Just a chill theme. Don't know what I'll play there. Don't know what I'll bring. Sure, I'll have a good time though. Uh, until next time though, uh, thank you for listening.